on top of that, we come from a, a, a real environment where, where it's a crab in the bucket mentality. Where, you know what I mean, everybody doing bad. So when one person starts to move forward and, and, and you know, become a little bit successful, but you're still within reach of these people, it's, it's very hard because you're know, dealing with the pressures of trying to be successful as well as the pressure of people intentionally waking up to try to bring harm your way. You know what I mean? To try to stop you from doing that because if I grew up on the same block you grew up on and we had the same trials and tribulations, but you became successful and I became a failure, made me feel a certain way about myself because we, we had the same, we were dealt the same deck of cards. You know what I mean? So I feel like my success affects the people closest to me the most. A person that don't know me, my root for me. You know what I mean? And be happy for me. Beautiful soul unicorns. No, 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 no. Nope. It's Stephanie, the life architect. Oh, hell no. How about no? No, 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 no. Hell no. Hashtag ISN pod. Hello, may I speak to all of the magical beings? Yes, the ones who are magic wrapped in human flesh. I want to talk to them. Are they here? Are you raising your hand? Is it you? Hello, beautiful soul. It is me. It is Mother Unicorn. It is I. It is she. It is her. It is Stephanie, the life architect, the builder, the customizer, the designer of healthy emotional lives. And you are listening to, you are tuned all the way into the I Said No podcast. And that hashtag is ISN pod. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so glad that you are breathing. I am so glad that you are alive. I am so glad that you're you're able to be here with me. I'm so glad that you can hear me. I'm so glad that you have the ability, the ability to absorb information, to learn and to teach. Do me a favor. Put your right hand over your left chest, over your left breastbone. Mm-hmm. Let's feel our heartbeat together. Let's just take a moment. Do you feel that rhythm? Ooh, mine's is strong today. Everything you need, everything you're searching for, everything you've been craving, everything that matters is right in the palm of your hand right now. One of the most loving things you can do to yourself and to and for others with their permission to invade their personal space, of course, you know, we're all about boundaries here, is to feel their heartbeat, whether that is with your hand, whether you are laying your head on their chest. It is a reminder of life. It is a reminder that they are still here. Their soul is still in their body. And it is also a gift for you and for them to know and feel life as they know it. So I challenge you again, let's stop a second. Let's feel that boom, that boom. Mm-hmm. Let's feel that heartbeat. Heartbeat, you make me feel so weak. Let's feel it. Let's feel what God has given us. Let's Let's feel the gift of life. It's not only in our breath. That is also another gift. But our heart, the biggest, the biggest supply of blood to our body is what tells us we're alive. And too many of us are walking around like we're not alive and we're zombies. And we're not, we're not fully, fully grateful for the heart that beats inside of our chest. <sighs> Mm, that heartbeat feels good, doesn't it? Doesn't it feel good to remind yourself that you're alive in spite of what you're feeling or what you felt, what you're going through or what you're about to go through? Isn't it nice to remind yourself that life is still within you? This week has been heavy, guys. This week has been heavy. 
V. And today I want to talk about a few things. We got an action-packed show. But before I do that, you know I got to speak to you and say hello. Welcome to the new listeners here on I Said No, the podcast. This is your safe emotional space. This is your righteous ratchet show. This is the show where you say no to all the people, the places, the things that no longer serve you, that have overstayed their welcome, and that no longer have a place in your life. And that is including things that you give from you to you. Oh yes. This boundary setting is not just about others. It is about setting boundaries with yourself and that can cross all fields in life. That can be emotional, financial, physical, sexual, mental, everything, just everything, every boundary that can be crossed, we can uncross it here. Every boundary that you want to set, we can set it here together. Every healthy boundary, not walls, because as I tell you all the time, there is a difference between walls and boundaries. And most people confuse the two, but here you will learn the difference. Here you will learn to stand in your no. Here you will bravely stand in your no. Here you will learn that no does not mean negotiate. I said it. Here you will learn that no is not an invitation to negotiation. No stands alone because it is. Your no is worthy as you are. Period. Exclamation point. No comma. No semicolon. No hyphen. End of discussion. Welcome new listeners. I'm glad you're here. So family, greet your new listeners. Let them know that they are welcomed. Let them know that no matter what aspect of life or what place they're coming from, no matter what color creed, what race, no matter whether they're from the riches of Beverly Hills or the trailer parks or the ghettos around the world, let them know that they are soul family members here. Gay, straight, short, tall, fat, skinny, pretty or ugly. Let them know, saved, sanctified, atheists and all. Let them know as long as they are respectful, they are here and safe with their soul family on I Said No, the podcast. So, so now that I have greeted you, let's start the show, shall we? You know what that sound is? That means it's time for church announcements. Mm -hmm. Welcome to my audio resume, you guys. Absolutely. Yes. I'm just not here for your entertainment. Oh, no, 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 sir. No, ma'am. No, boy. No, girl. I am not just here for your entertainment, though I am glad that you are entertained. I really, really am. I'm glad that anything I say or do can bring you joy, laughter, can provoke your thought. But I'm not just here for your entertainment and your fodder. No, your fodder needs. No, 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 no. I am also here to show you what I can do. This is my audio resume. When you hear me speak on this microphone, I want you to know that I'm also a speaker in real life. Yes, people pay me. People pay me the coins to come to their schools, to come to their churches, to come to their brunches, to come to their events, to come to them to speak a word, a word to them. And whatever word that is, it is going to be what it is, right? They pay me to get on the microphone to uplift, to motivate, to inspire, to heal. They pay me to do these things. And when you hear me here, this is my audio resume letting you know what I can do. Just giving you a little snippet of what I can do for you and your audience needs. So yes, welcome to my audio resume and my church announcements are here to let you know what events I'll be having coming up, where I'll be at, what I'm doing, what you can book from me, what 
products and services I have on my website, which is blcny.org. That is .org, O-R-G, to let you know my resume through your ears. Yes, this audio resume. So as I said, I am a speaker. I have been on stages at universities and I have been, as my sister likes to say, shout out to Hype Williams, as my sister likes to say, I have been on the Chitlin circuit and I am proud to be on the Chitlin circuit. I'm proud to be at your brunches and your lunches. I'm proud to be at the back rooms in your restaurants. I'm proud to be in your auditoriums at your schools. I'm proud to be in your family's backyards and in your living rooms doing when you book your parties with a purpose, when it's you and your friends and your customized guest list and you invite me over. I am proud to be on the Chitlin circuits all the way to stages that have audiences that I never thought. The amount of people, whew, when you look out, I say when you look out, when you peek behind the curtain and you see that there are hundreds and it used to be singles and then tens and then twenties and then that turns into hundreds and that hundreds start to turn into thousands. Let me tell you, a microphone does not a speaker make. No, you have to be ready. And I study my craft. This audio resume is to let you know I study my craft. I sit up at night when you're sleeping and I'm watching my TED Talks and I'm practicing my diction and I'm recording myself speak so that I can understand what you see from your vantage point, from your view of the stage. I'm not only recording what I say, I'm also recording what I do with my hands and my facial expressions. Because what people don't understand is non, non-verbal cues are important. What you see, most people are visual learners. So what you see is also as important as what I'm saying. So what you don't understand when I say my audio resume is I'm not playing. I want you to know that again, though you enjoy pressing play, and I appreciate you pressing play, though you enjoy leaving comments, which I would like you to leave those comments, not just on Twitter and not just on Instagram and your stories. What I need you to do is copy those things and put those in iTunes, put those comments and those ratings in SoundCloud and anywhere that you listen that allows you to do so. Because what that does is tell the masses that this is the show that needs to be picked up on a major network. This is the show that needs sponsorship because it's amazing. This is the show show that I want to see on national and international platforms. So though I appreciate your listens, though I appreciate all the social media love, I'm asking you on my audio resume in my church announcements to copy those same quotes that I say that you love, copy those same testimonials that you send me. And yes, keep them on social media, but I need you to also put them on the platform that you listen for. Can the saints do that for me? Can I get an amen? Amen. Yeah. So not only am I a speaker, as you know, I'm a podcaster. I'm here. I'm talking to you, right? You're listening to hashtag ISM pod. So you know, I'm a podcaster. And if you believe that I would be an amazing fit on one of your favorite shows, holla at me or holla at the show and let them know that they should extend a proper invitation to me to be on their show. What's a proper invitation you ask? Oh, the who, the what, the why, the way and the how of their show, the who they are, the what they are, what's the intention for their show, what's the intention for their audience and my audience to merge and collab together, the why, the intentions, all of the things that I believe proper invitation and proposal should have. Again, the who, the what, the why, the where, and the how. How are we recording? Where are we recording? What time are we recording? Things of that are important. Is this a live meet? Is this audio? Is this virtual? What kind of equipment do you use? How long do you need me on? Is it for a segment or the whole show? If you know a show, that's got its shit together and you believe that I would be a great feature, a great segment participator or a great episode participant, let me know and let them know to reach out to me. In addition, 
I do. I sell my merch. And I'm so excited that my t-shirts are doing extremely well. My Emotionally Healthy t-shirts, my Respect My Boundaries t-shirts are doing extremely well. The pre-orders for the hashtag I said no men and women shirts are there and I am just blown away by your presence and your desire to support me financially. I am truly grateful. I live in a space of gratitude because I believe that gratitude is fertile soil. Gratitude is where you can bloom and blossom and grow. And I stand in gratitude soil, happily barefoot earthing in gratitude soil, saying thank you to you for your participation. You've been wearing them. You've been buying them. Ladies, y'all been representing. Y'all been taking the pictures, throwing it up online, tagging me. I featured some of you in my latest uh, Vibe Tribe mailing list. Yes, I have that too. Segway, if you are not signed up for my mailing list, my Vibe Tribe Connect. What are you waiting for? That is where all of the people, all of my beautiful souls who got the first round of t-shirts at the discount price, that's where they got them from. I announce all things to my mailing list first, all discounts, all services, all events, all early bird specials, all of that, in addition to some inspiration and some behind the scenes of what I do, goes into my mailing subscription email list and you should be a Vibe Tribe member and you can do that. You can buy the merch. You can listen to the podcast. You can book me as a speaker. You can book me for your one-on-one live virtual or phone coaching conversations. You can do all of the things I mentioned here in my church announcements on my audio resume. You can book and see the pricing list for all of it. You can sign up for that email list, all of it. You can do all of it by clicking the link in every social media bio that I have. That's Instagram, Facebook, and the Twitter, or by simply going to blcny.org. Creatives, I want you to be comfortable, comfortable enough to be brave, to speak your needs, for those of you, your professional needs, for those of you who podcast just because you enjoy it and you do not want to gain or receive any revenue for it, kudos to you. I do enjoy podcasting, but podcasting for me is a marketing tool as well as something that I enjoy. It is a way that I can get the masses to hear me and hear what I can do and decide if they want to proceed with anything that I have on my resume after they hear me here on this microphone. I have been blessed to have people say, I purchased my t-shirt, your t-shirt for my wife, for my daughter, for my mother, for my niece, for whomever, because of this episode. And that's when it dawned on me. I knew it before, but when I started to get the feedback of, I booked you, I want you to be my life coach because I listen to you bi-weekly and I feel like I need that on a one-on-one basis. I started to say, this is bigger than just me cracking the microphone in my studio, aka my living room. This is bigger than me. This is bigger than what I saw for it. So let me strategize on how to make sure I bravely move move forward with the jewels that people are dropping for me, with the clientele that I'm receiving, with the merch purchases that I'm getting. People are telling me that this is the reason that I'm doing that. Your show, your audio resume is the reason I'm now putting my credit card information on your website. Your audio resume, your show, ISM Pod, the I Said No podcast is the reason I want you to help me build, customize, and design my emotional life and turn it into a healthy one. Because here's the thing, as a life coach, okay, a certified life coach, by the way, not someone who's just calling themselves that, someone who actually took the training, invested in themselves, and still does continuously with continuing education. I am here to help you change your emotional forecast from cloudy, stormy, and rainy to sunny and bright, okay? It is up to you to do the work, but it is up to me to be a guide for you based on your learning style, your love language, and how you receive. And you would get all that in the questionnaire 
once you decide to proceed after booking with me. So if you would like, if you would like, let me turn this away from me. Okay, because yes, while you're planning your summer brunches and while you're planning your get togethers and your girls and guys nights in and while while you're doing all your summer soirees or you have your live recordings and you say, you know what, I, I, I think I need a little a little jazz. I think I need a little guidance. I think I need a little emotional, emotional segment here. I think I think I think a glass of wine in the life architect would be good for me and my friends. I think my listeners would like to I think I'd like to wear and declare my emotionally health, my emotional health on my chest. I want you to know that it's not just about me when I'm asking you to listen to my audio resume and take heed of the church announcements. I want you to know that it's about you as well. I want you to know that if I support you and I will be attending your event, and even if I won't, if I believe that your event is something or your merchandise or your podcast or just you as a being, your product or service is amazing. I want you to know that I will also be sharing that in my church announcements because this is not just about me. This is about us as a collective. This is about us as a community uplifting each other and propelling each other forward and being role models to those who are coming after us, those who are first cracking the mic, those who are first making merchandise uh, for other people to buy, those who are first becoming entrepreneurs, those who just want to support. It is up to us to show them the way. So with that said... If you do not follow at People Talk Daily on Twitter, I said at People Talk Daily on Twitter. That's my girl, Avery. She recently put out a save the date for June 29th, 2019. She said the return is here. Save the date. The Good Vibes Only Tour presents the summer solstice, a grand summer lawn party. She said more details will be announced. Tickets available for purchase soon come. I said it again, her name on the Twitter and on the Instagram is People Talk Daily. And her name is Avery and that's my gal, that's my girl. So I want you to hit her up and get your tickets for the event. I want you to follow her. I want you to subscribe to whatever she's doing. I am scheduled to be there. That is my father and brother-in-law's birthday weekend. So I am actively working on trying to see how I can juggle all. If I can't, and of course, family that supports me and I support them comes first. Family that is not draining and toxic comes first. And my father and brother-in-law are not draining and toxic and are very supportive. So they will come first should they have any celebration that I have to attend. And that means I won't be able to attend the summer block party. However... If I can, I will. And either way, whether I am there or not, you should be. I love Avery. I love everything she does. I stand for her movement. So she is on this week's church announcements. Holla at her, follow her, subscribe to her, and make sure you come out. And and if you don't come out, here's the thing. You don't have to always actually physically show up. I've done it before. I've purchased tickets and given them away to someone else who wasn't able to purchase and attend something. So if I can't attend, I might do that. And maybe I'll raffle them off here on the I Said No podcast. The next event that I would like to share on the church announcement is shout out to Jaden Hollywood, aka Mr. Money Moves. You heard what I said, aka Mr. Money Move. On Twitter, he is the great Jaden, and you spell Jaden J A Y D E N. The great Jaden on Twitter is having an amazing event called I Am King, and I believe it's Saturday, June eighth at twelve thirty p.m. Tickets are on sale at Eventbrite.com right now. It's in Atlanta, Georgia. Yes, it's June eighth, Saturday, June eighth, from twelve thirty to four p.m. It's in Atlanta, Georgia. Tickets are on sale right now at Eventbrite.com, and I think it's an amazing, amazing event. 
event. It is the men of the podcasting world. There are a few guys here. Let me pull up this flyer for you guys because I, I want to get specific. I want to be clear. Of course, you have the great Jaden, who is the keynote speaker. You have BJ from the Change the Subject podcast. You have Justin. You have Ms. 100. You have King K. You have Dink. You have Rob Immortal. You have a few people out here from a few podcasts uh, doing the damn thing. Uh, ticket price starts at $50 and so forth and so on. If you want to be a table sponsor and you got that coin to spend and you got 450 give it to Jaden. Yes, give it to men. Let's give it up for the men who are out here doing something positive, who are out here celebrating their talents. They're coming together and they're being a community and they're putting each other on and they're uplifting each other. Why wouldn't you want to support that? Why wouldn't you want to be about that? If you're in the Atlanta, Georgia area in June, and even if you're not, if you can fly out, if you can afford to do so, do so. Support people who are doing things that are elevating themselves in the community. Support people who are doing things that are putting a light on what we're lacking. Mm-hmm. Support people who are not just ha- not not just out here with buzzwords and empowerment and uplift and they're actually doing something about it. Support people who support where you are and where you want to be most importantly. Support people who are doing what you would like to do or what you would like to see happening in your community. That concludes our church announcements, beautiful souls. If you would like to be included in our church announcements, send me an email at coachstephanie at blcny.org and in the subject, subject line, you have to follow directions. You have to put church announcements requests. You have to. I won't, I won't even honor it if you don't. If you don't follow directions, I won't even honor it. Now that's not to guarantee that I will put you on my platform, but it is a guarantee that I will take a look at it because I don't believe in just supporting everybody black. I'm not rooting for everybody black. I said what I said. You know why? I'm not rooting for you just because you have my melanin. I'm rooting for excellence. I'm rooting for everybody black and excellent. That's who I'm rooting for. I'm not rooting for everybody black, period. I'm sorry, Issa Rae. That's just not what I am. I'm sorry, not sorry. That's not what I'm here for. I'm not rooting for everyone because they are brown, because they are Latina, because they are morena, Afro-Latina like me. I'm not rooting for your skin color. I'm rooting for your skin color and the excellence that's attached to it, the greatness, the goodness, the effort that's attached to your melanin. That's what I'm rooting for. I'm not rooting for you simply because you were born with beautiful skin. I'm rooting for you because your beautiful skin is not the first or the last thing about you. It's not the only thing that matters. It is a part of your matter, but you don't rest on it and you allow yourself to move upward, onward. You're not making lateral moves. You're not just happy going from side to side. You want to uplift. You want to climb and you're still climbing. I'm rooting for everybody black and good. I'm rooting for everybody black and great. I'm rooting for everybody black and excellent. And I'm rooting for everybody black and magnificent. Beautiful souls, let's just get into the meat of this episode. As I stated in the beginning, it has been a heavy week. I had to really get my mind right to press record today. It has been about a week or so since the death of activist, community leader, entrepreneur, father, lover, son, sibling, friend, and rapper, artist, Nipsey Hussle. I had to take a shower and really get my mind right. I had to calm down. I had to light some incense. I had to lather myself in coconut oil and vanilla because aromatherapy is extremely important to my sanity. And I needed to have a whole setup so that I can talk about this freely and articulate myself with not just emotion, but 
logic as well. Emotional intelligence is important, in my opinion, when things of this tragic nature happens. Too many people lead off emotion. Too many people are sheep. They are copy and pasting and retweeting and sharing information that is false and not accurate just for the sake of being in the conversation. And that is not something that I am down with. I don't like to follow suit. I am the suit. So when I speak, I like to speak from a place of knowledge and understanding. And that's what I'm going to attempt to do today regarding this extremely sensitive topic. As you know, we rarely touch on celebrity anything here unless it speaks to our boundary setting narrative, unless it speaks to our educational narrative, unless it speaks to our emotionally healthy narrative, unless it speaks to anything that we're trying to do as growing, evolving beings. And this Ooh, y'all, this hit me hard. I not only cried, I not only wept, I not only prayed, I not only saged, I not only meditated, I not only had dialogue about it, I also shared some with you. Um, my Insta stories, not my Insta stories, my IGTV and um, my IG page, you know, I posted a few things and I gave people permission. I, I, I had to. I had to give people permission because I felt that too many people... Yeah, you know what? Let me let you hear it. Hold on one second. Beautiful soul, if you are entering this second quarter of the year feeling heavy and down, it is okay. Here is your permission to mourn someone that you didn't know. Yes, I said your permission to mourn someone that you didn't know. If you're feeling scared, full of fear, if you're feeling confused, if you're angry because of the death of a fellow artist, it is okay. I see so many people saying, I didn't know Nipsey, but. You don't need a but. Energy is real and transformative. These artists live in our ears. We listen to them over and over again. We watch them over and over again. We absorb their message. They speak, our souls speak. And you don't have to physically meet someone in order for you to feel like you made a connection with them. You do not need anyone's permission to feel pain, to feel confusion, again, anger about this unnecessary death. Let's be solution driven, shall we? Let's talk about what we can do. What we can do is feel what we feel deeply. What we can do is articulate our needs, our emotional needs. We can. I felt that people needed someone to let them know that it wasn't anyone's right to dismiss their feelings based on who Nipsey Hussle was or was not to them. Too many of us are out here savagely disrespecting people every day, all day with our thumbs, thumbs thugging, thumb thugging. And what happens is social media got y'all fucked up. Social media got y'all so fucked up that y'all get fucked up. Do you understand what I'm saying? Social media has you guys thinking that you can say whatever you want to people about them, their children, their family, their art, their talent, their life, their death without any consequences. Social media is the consequence less place. But let me tell you, as an advocate for human everything. I said it for human everything. What you won't ever do on my watch is try to put someone in a hole with their emotions, try to put someone in a cage and tell them what they can and cannot do based on what you believe is right or wrong. I want to get straight into the wilderness. This is where we at. 
We're in the wilderness. And at the beginning of this episode, I played Nipsey, rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle. I played him talking about how when you make it out of the hood, when you become successful, your success makes those who had the same opportunities as you do. They were dealt the same cards. Your success makes them feel like a failure. And those feelings of being a failure based on your success makes them want to do things and turn into savages. And what happens is, beautiful souls, a lot of us are still living in the wilderness. A lot of us were raised in the wilderness, in the wilderness of the ghetto, in the wilderness of the trailer park. In the wilderness of unhealthy emotional environments, you could have been raised inside of the mansion from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and still been raised in the wilderness. Why? Because the wilderness is not just about external surroundings. The wilderness to me, by my definition, is also about internal emotional and mental surroundings. The actual definition of the wilderness by dictionary.com is a noun, an uncultivated, uninhabited, and inhospitable region. Synonyms are the wild waste regions, banned lands, the jungle, the desert, a neglected or abandoned area of a garden or town. Many of us are living in the wilderness, the urban area I grew up in, in the Bronx, New York, in between the Bronx and Harlem, a lot of places in New York, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island are definitely destitute land. It is the jungle. And when you grow up like many of us have, and if you haven't, good for you, we're talking about, or I'm talking about the external jungle that has an effect on our emotional, mental, spiritual, internal jungles, the wilderness of the urban setting, the wilderness of poverty, the wilderness of food stamps, the wilderness of eviction, the wilderness of fatherless homes, the wilderness of single mothers, the wilderness of WIC. Yes, WIC, WIC programs. Do you know what WIC is? The, the survival mode that you have to be in on a daily basis when you are raised around drugs and poverty. You have no choice but to become a savage. What is a savage? Let's see what dictionary.com has to say. Dictionary.com says a noun, a brutal or vicious person, a beast, a monster, a demon. As a verb, it says attack ferociously and or maul, bite, mangle, lacerate, claw, and attack, the uncontrolled. So when you understand the wilderness... And you understand why most people are savages. You understand why people like the guy who killed Nipsey Hussle tapped into his savage being. But just because I understand it doesn't mean that I condone it. I do, however, understand. And I want to talk about understanding the wilderness and how many of us are not in the wilderness any longer, but we have carried the savage traits of the wilderness out into where we are right now. We needed necessary survival skills when we were in the wilderness. Survival skills are techniques that a person may use in order to sustain the life or in nature or in a natural environment so that they can build their own environments, meaning they need to learn techniques so that they can provide basic human needs and necessity for them and their young water, food, shelter, etc. And what happens is we go past survival needs. We go past our survival skills of needing water, food, and shelter, and we turn into savages. We unleash our savage behavior on day-to-day things, people, and places that do not require wilderness and savage mentality. And then you have it where we're in this current day and age where savage, savagery is 
celebrated. Nowadays, people use savage in the slang term, and in slang it means brutal but awesome, cool, but you're a badass. Savage is used to describe someone or something that did something that would have taken a lot of courage, so then it turns into being awesome. Instead of saying, you did something that took a lot of courage and you're brave, we're taking words like savage and making them positive. And what happens when we do that, when we allow that, when we condone that, when we participate in that, is we don't realize that we're changing the narrative of what things actually mean. And we don't understand why the ones coming up after us, the babies are confused, but we're allowing them to be confused. We don't correct them when we tell them that's not what that really means. Or if that's what you want to say, it means let me educate you and let you know what it really means so that you are enlightened. So that going forth, when you use it, maybe a kernel of knowledge will pop in your brain and you might say, "Mm, that doesn't fit appropriately with this sentence or this situation. And we're not doing so. We live in a time where being Petty and disrespectful is celebrated. We're being a savage and a beast and a monster is celebrated. But what we don't realize is there are real beasts and savages and monsters out here. And one of them took the life of Nipsey Hussle about a week ago. But I don't see anyone celebrating his savagery yet. He was a savage and him coming from the wilderness LA background of Nipsey Hussle as Nipsey uh, said something in the beginning of this episode when he said he understands it's you know dog eat dog out here and if I made it and we were dealt the same cards all you see is why didn't you make it and we are living in a what about me stage yes we are living in the what about me and that is so dangerous what about me is wilderness so if my family not eating my pride is not eating. I'm out here. I'm not Simba. I'm Scar. I'm a savage. I'm out here by any means necessary. I will take the bread out of your cub's mouth just so that my cubs or me or myself can eat. I will be malicious. I will be shady. I will be petty. I will be manipulative. I will do what I have to do to make sure that you do not succeed or eat more than me. Instead of splitting the loaf of bread between your cubs and mine, I will savagely probably annihilate your cubs so that they won't ever be an issue for me to eat and steal from you again. The wilderness has us fucked up. And let's be clear, as people of color, emotionally and mentally, we are fucked up. Not everyone, not those of you who are doing your work. I'm talking about those of you who don't understand generational curses. Those of you who don't understand that from your womb that you were in, from your mama's womb, the the, the trauma that was passed down to you was transferable through her DNA was from her mama, her mama's mama and her mama's mama and her daddy's seed, his daddy's seed and his daddy's daddy's seed. That is all transferred to you. Regardless whether you believe it or not, it's a scientific fact. Do your Googles, do your research, step out of the wilderness and step into intelligence, step into finding out information and getting on your data Using your data, using your smartphone for smart things. If you don't believe what I'm saying, use your smartphone for a smart thing and understand that we are the remnants of our ancestors in good and in bad ways and in bad ways such as the wilderness. Many of us are talking to people as if we are the prey still in the wilderness or the predator. Many people are nasty from the get-go. They wake up in the morning as if they are on pride rock 
and all the food is washed up. They are acting as if they don't have food. They don't have shelter. They don't have love. They don't have community. And they do. Many of you can't get past where you are because you're in the what about me wilderness phase. Instead of saying, you know what? We were dealt the same cards. We were dealt the same opportunities in life. And it's not what about me. It's good for him or her. Let me tell you, <laughs> I said it before I say it again. I said it at the beginning of this episode, gratitude is fertile soil. What about me is not. What about me will not have any seed grow. And a lot of the issue is, as I say on this show a lot, the problem is that most of you want to manifest things from seeds that you have never planted in soil you've never been grateful for. I said what I said. You want to manifest things. You wanted what Nipsey Hussle had, sir. You want to manifest his greatness, but you never planted seeds in the soil that he did. A lot of you are out here jealous for no reason. A lot of you are out here feeling like a failure because of someone else's greatness only because of your own laziness. A lot of you are addicted to comfort. A lot of you are making love to comfort every single night, comfort to the wilderness, comfort of laziness, comfort of mediocre mediocrity, and you're mad and you want to kill and hunt down savagely like the beast that you are. Anyone who sits there and takes their seeds and plants them and watch them bloom. And instead of asking them, how did they bloom? You want to turn around and take their bloom from them and the world. And when you take their bloom from them, you don't only take it from them. You take a little bit of life from their child their women, their husbands, their wives, their parents, any remaining human being on this earth that love them. When you take their life, you take a little bit of theirs too. How fucking dare you? How dare you lazy bastard have the nerve to turn around and act like the savage you are instead of asking the person who once was a savage like you, how did they move on? How did they uplift? How did they grow? Do they still have their savage in them? Sure, sure. Nipsey was known to smack a mofo. Nipsey was known to put you in your place, collect and gather you if you needed to be. But that man put the majority of that aside to turn around and invest and build real estate businesses. He gave people jobs. There were people who were strung out on crack and drugs that he sat there and said, I'm going to give you another chance because nobody gave that to us and me. But instead of asking him, how can you be a down or, or how can you work? How can you be a part of his movement? You took the opportunity to silence him. Did you think that was going to make him stop? The wilderness is a scary place. The wilderness is a scary place and not just the physical manifestation of the wilderness, not just your block, your set, your neighborhood, the wilderness, the mindset of the wilderness, the mental space that you have to be in to live in the wilderness is a dry, barren land. There is so much sustenance, so much fruit, so much nurture here for you and I that we don't have to live there. You don't have to always wonder what it could be like to move forward. You don't have to always wonder what it could be like to be better, to be greater, to to reach excellence. You can aspire to reach it. You can take action. You can put a plan in place to do so, not try to silence someone else. What does silencing someone else's greatness do for you? I tell you that it really does nothing, but you think it is because you're temporarily led by your wilderness mindset. You're temporarily in savage mode and you believe that that temporary feeling of savage mode will carry you through. But let me tell you, you didn't look that way, sir, when we were looking at your hearing online with that idiot James Darden. I I can't, I can't, I can't, I cannot, I can't people, I can't.
I can't. Okay. You didn't look like a savage then. You look scared to death. You didn't look like you was a beast then. You didn't look like you was uh, about to maul somebody then. You didn't look like that, sir. You didn't look as tough as you did when you pulled out a gun on unprepared men. You didn't look, you didn't look like a savage. You didn't look like it when I saw that footage of you looking like you wanted your mama and you're blinking like crazy and looking around because you believe that your life, in my opinion, is in danger. You didn't look like a beast then. Are you in wilderness mode, beautiful soul? You listening, let's take it off the Nipsey Hustle case. Let's go back to us. And hopefully that man's family has God's comforting hands all over them. Let's go back to you and I, the wilderness. You were savage. You had no choice. I know I had no choice. I grew up in the Bronx and Harlem. I didn't have a choice. It was eat or be eaten. It was punch or be punched. It was stand or be stood on. And I took that into my adulthood and I popped off to everybody and everything, professionally and personally. I could have been way further along if I understood that I was still acting as an animal and a savage in the wilderness. I could have been further along if I understood that there was a time and a place for my savagery. I could have been something else. Not that I'm not grateful for who I am, but I'm fully aware that my wilderness mentality, that my wilderness mindset held me back. I was a loud Girl with nothing to say. I had volume but no purpose. My voice penetrated and shook walls with no purpose. Are you living in the wilderness? Even if you're still in the wilderness neighborhood, I still live in New York. But it's a whole different mindset. That block is not me. That set is not me. Just because I reside here temporarily. And yes, I said temporarily because I'm claiming it. Things are happening, honey. I'm claiming leaving New York altogether. But in the meantime, I am still technically in the wilderness. No, I'm not in the impoverished neighborhood that I grew up in. Yes, I'm in a better neighborhood, but I'm still in the wilderness. I'm just under a nice shady tree with a nice uh, flowing bed of water and a nice tree that produces fruit. With that said, I am still in the wilderness. I may have a little shade. I might be in a nice part of the Serengeti, but I am still in the wilderness. And I decided that just because I was in the wilderness, the wilderness was not going to be of and in me at all times. Yes, this ratchet queen can be a savage and she will eat your young should you come at her family in any capacity, if necessary. But I don't live in the wilderness. The wilderness is not my default set. And I'm not ready to snap a neck at anybody who comes at me. I'm not ready to punch someone just because they tapped me on the shoulder. I'm not living in the fear of the wilderness that I will be eaten. So then I have to eat first. Are you in the wilderness? How do you address people? How do you talk to people? Are you always on the defense? Yes, you who always thinks that you are the victim. You who are always under attack in your own brain. You who thinks that anyone who has anything to say is automatically negative and they're coming for you. And this ain't what you want then. Let me tell you what you're not going to do. Those of you who were like me, who had that as your default setting in sentences, you, my friend, are in the wilderness. You who cannot communicate. You who thinks that every woman is out to get you. You who does not get help for the little boy inside of him who was cheated on or broken up with in ninth grade but now treats women like shit just to get revenge who has not done his work or seen a therapist or a life coach or a counselor to tell that little boy that every woman is not the girl who broke his heart. You, my friend, are living in the wilderness. You, my love, who all men ain't shit. No, the men you know ain't shit. You're living in the wilderness. You are training your children to be savages and wonder why today's youth is lost. Wonder why you got some boo-boo to fool kid talking about Lauren Lund. What's this boy named Coda? But 
coat of blue black, black coat of blue, whatever this boy name, got the nerve to get up online and, and record himself talking about Lauren London being in mourning and how she, he, he, he going to push up on her or something. I'm paraphrasing. I'm getting it wrong. I saw it this morning and it irked my soul. The disrespect of today's youth is only a product of the wilderness environment that they were raised in. And sadly, no one is pulling this young boy's coat because he is no longer in the wilderness. He is eating from a supple producing tree a supple producing tree yet he is still acting as if he is a savage ravenous not hungry not starving ravenous where he has to be disrespectful and approach someone else's something just so that he can eat and by eat I don't mean physically eat I mean also feed your ego uh-huh feed your ego that what about me this girl is in mourning how dare you put lauren london's name on your lip less than a week after this man has savagely lost his life by another savage who had the wilderness mindset how dare you put your lips together and speak about her needs and how you want to comfort her and all this other nonsense when you are eating from a supple fruit producing fruit bearing tree so much so that you can give to others but your wilderness mindset young boy not young man young boy is one of a savage one of a savage one of a savage and to everybody who stood up and I put air quotes, you can't see it. You can't see it because I put air quotes. All of you, T.I. and the game and everyone who stood up for Lauren London, again, quotes on stood up for Lauren London. Let me tell you this and all men listening, a pet peeve of mine. Let me tell you what's a wilderness mindset. A wilderness mindset is a racist mindset. A wilderness mindset is a sexist mindset. A wilderness mindset is a limited mindset. When you act like you didn't know that this Coda black boy had rape charges for years and you stayed silent and never mentioned the woman that he raped because she wasn't associated to a popular rapper. You never said anything to this young boy on these public platforms. But you believe that because you said something about Nipsey when he never even mentions Nipsey's name, but he only addressed Lauren London. You believe you believe that you defended her. By telling him to keep Nip's name out your mouth, his mouth, excuse me. But as the brilliant, I believe her name is Iviana, no, excuse me, Ivy Annie, I-V-I-E Annie, A-N-I on Twitter said today, men being vocal after Lawrence London's comments show women are only cared for because of their proximity to a man as a wife, mother, or friend. They responded out of respect to another man, not to her directly as his woman. Let me tell y'all something. I have been a champion for women's rights since I came out the womb because of course I'm a woman. I have told many people, especially at the height of the YouTube movement, when you guys are out here saying, oh man, I got a daughter. That's why my mama, I wouldn't want that to be her. I got a sister. I got to do this. When you mention supporting, uplifting, and protecting a woman based on who you're associated to, the women that you know, that is not protecting, loving, and supporting and uplifting women. That is you trying to justify and correlate the protection and the supporting of women only based on the women in your life and in your family. Let me be clear. You don't have to be a father. You don't have to be a sibling. Okay. You don't have to be a husband or a boyfriend to want to do right by women. We are human beings who need your wilderness and your savage mentality to cease. You came from a woman. We all did. And we all will continue to. Therefore, all you need to know is that the one who gives you life, the one who gave you life and the one who's given everyone on this planet life and who will continue to do so is the one 
who deserves all respect from all beings, whether the being has a child that is a woman or not, that is a girl or not, whether they have a sister or wife or girlfriend or not, human beings deserve respect. And every time you sit up there and justify your defense of a woman, because you got a damn man, I got a daughter. I wouldn't want that to happen to her. No, sir. Damn. That's a human being that should not have happened to her. And it won't happen on my watch. Me being a champion for black men and men in general is not because I have a husband. Yes, having a black man as a husband does add a component to it, but I'm a champion for human rights. You don't have to be my husband and I don't have to be married to stand up for somebody. I am no longer in the wilderness mindset that I only have to protect my own or only those who are associated to my own. I want to protect human beings and this is the problem with the wilderness. We're out here killing each other with savagery, like, oh my God, like murdering, murdering people. We're slitting each other's throat. We're pulling bullets in their heads. We're kicking them when they're down, literally. We're taking things from them all because we don't have them. And we're justifying things that make no sense because we are limited in our beliefs. We are limited in our mindsets. We're choosing not to grow. We're choosing not to evolve. There is no excuse anymore why any of us really don't know anything with the phones in our hands that we have all damn day long. The phone you're listening on right goddamn now. The laptop you type on. The one you watch porn on all fucking night. That same ass computer is the same one that'll link you to knowledge. How about stop putting in Latinas with big booties and start putting in how do I evolve? How do I grow? How do I quiet my ego? Where do I seek help? Free help, free counseling. How do I move out of my neighborhood? How do I save money? How do I build my credit? How do I love a woman properly? How do I love myself properly? How do I not put on my kids the disdain for their father? How do I love my parents better? How do I forgive? How do I forgive myself? How, how, how? Who, what, where, why, how? How about you put the porn down? How about you stop scrolling through social media and judging other people's life and put the mirror on yourself and start asking yourself the questions and put those same questions in Google? The wilderness is not a place that sustains beautiful souls. The wilderness is not a place that grows. Okay, the barren land will stay barren. But you're too busy, comfortable in the barren land that you don't see that you're dying emotionally and mentally and you're actually killing everybody and everything around you. Nothing can grow in barren land. You're in a drought season. But here's the thing. Your season's been for years of your life. And unless you do something, you will become that savage that does something that they can't take back. You will purposely sabotage or hurt someone or something because it's not about you. Because you didn't get the chance. Because you didn't do it. How about her? Why does she get to look like that? Why is her stomach flat? I had two kids. Why does she look like that? Damn, I wish that was my man. Hashtag bagels. You don't know what the hell Nipsey had to do to become Nipsey Hustle, Sir? Savage? You don't know what that man had to put aside the growth, the work he had to do on himself? You don't know the conversations he had with his mama who's now in mourning and you want to focus on what about you? You want to come to him and be a savage and literally in broad daylight, just be an animal. Just be an animal. You had your claws and fangs out. Your ego was front and center. You blacked the fuck out all because of what? How's that savage life treating you now? How's that solitary confinement savage life? How's that looking over your shoulder worrying about? How's that How's that savage life of there's no longer mercy and grace for me? How's that savage life of I probably won't ever see the sun of the, the daylight again? I will never get natural vitamin D and the nutrients I need to sustain this melanin skin again. How will you feel, beautiful souls? 
when your wilderness mindset finally catches up to your everyday life. How many of you are wearing winter coats in the summer? Yes, winter emotional coats. How many of you have the mindset of the wilderness that doesn't understand that you're not appropriately dressed? You don't have the proper tools and the resources for the season that you're in. How many of you are in snow boots in 90 degrees emotionally? How many of you are in sandals in the middle of a blizzard emotionally? How many of you are in the wilderness and in the wrong wilderness? How many of you don't understand that you no longer need that winter coat because where you are is sunny and bright? How many of you don't understand that your wilderness mindset got you dressed for the wrong season? You wonder why that relationship can't sustain, not just men and women, your friendships. You can't keep a friend. You always arguing and she did this and she did that and she not a good friend. Are you Wilderness Bay? Yes, Wilderness Bay, you. Hashtag Wilderness Bay. Are you? Are you a good friend? Can you communicate without being a savage? Do you always think everything she's telling you is about to pop off on you? She just jealous. No, that's your Wilderness mindset, ma. Boo-boo, Wilderness Bay. Can you have a conversation? Can your mother tell you she missed you without you being like, oh God, you so embarrassed. What's wrong with being missed? Somebody tell you it's good to see you and you like, oh, so you got to come at me like that. Well, instead of saying, you know what? It's good to be seen. And I'm glad that somebody wants to see me. Yeah, you wilderness bay. Your job tells you, you know, you've been a little late a few times and we just want to let you know, please don't tell me about being late. You lucky I come up in this motherfucker. That's your wilderness bay coming right on out because you could be jobless bay in the wilderness of unemployment. You want to go there? How many of you? And I'm speaking as always from experience. I'm not telling you something I haven't told myself and that I don't continuously tell myself because growth is never ending. It's easy to slip back into the wilderness for me. That is, there is comfort and chaos for me because that's where I was bred. It's comfort in pop-off land, okay? But there's no purpose in the pop-off land. There's purpose here now. There's purpose in talking to you. There's purpose in understanding the wilderness and understanding my savagery and not eliminating it, okay? No one's telling you to get rid of it, but understanding the place for it because there are times you do have to be a savage. You do have to go into beast mode. Whether you channel that into working out, whether you channel that into defending you and your cubs, should you actually need defending. But the wilderness will have you thinking that you have to be in defense mode when you don't. You can approach life from an offensive standpoint. I'm not trying to block your basket because I realize you're not trying to block mine. I'm going to take this here winter cold off in this 90 degrees because I realize that I don't have to always have it on because I'm no longer cold. I'm no longer shelterless. I'm no longer needing this heavy coat and these blankets. I now have shelter. I can remove this or the opposite way. I'm no longer in a situation that allows me to be free of clothes. I need to put some on. My season is different here. Depending on where you're listening to, we have fans, beautiful souls, all over the world. We have fans in London. We have fans on the East Coast, West Coast. Depending on where you're listening to, excuse me, where you're listening at, your seasonal makeup is different. You need to adjust for your season and your wilderness setting, okay? You need to understand if you are still in the wilderness, what you need to do, what techniques that you need to have, what resources you need. And if you're out of the wilderness, you need to understand what resources from the wilderness that you need to keep in your back pocket. And not only keep in your back pocket, it's one thing to keep it in your back pocket. You also need to learn when to pull it out of your back pocket. This is stuff that's going to take you to another level. This is stuff that's going to take some time, 
This is also stuff that's necessary. This is stuff you're going to have to practice. This is stuff you're not always going to get right. This is stuff that's going to have a failing grade sometime. But what I always tell my clients when we're in our life coaching sessions and they tell me they feel like they failed. And if I have any clients listening, they can attest to, that, to this. I ask them what grade would they give themselves in this situation? Because we always think about failure as a general statement, as a blanket statement. I failed because I cursed him out. I was acting like a savage and I'm no longer in the wilderness. Okay. So if when you were in the wilderness, you would give yourself a, a F for failure, what would you have given yourself this time? I'd give myself a C minus. Then you didn't fail. Congratulations. You passed because you didn't get an F this time. Your grade has gone up instead of failing backwards and paralyzing ourselves. Beautiful. So we have to fail forward. The lesson is in the forward. We all fail. We fail every day. I failed several times in this episode, depending on my definition of failure, my stuttering, the editing and things that I have to take out or that you will hear that I purposely leave in to let you know that perfection does not exist. We all fail every day. It's about failing forwards or backwards. Do I fail backwards and let the failure paralyze me? Or do I realize that the grade has changed a little bit? I'm failing forward and I learned the lesson. So I'll apply it going forward. Yay me. I was aware today. Before in the wilderness, I wouldn't care if I passed or failed. Before in the wilderness, I wouldn't have had any assessment. Before in the wilderness, I wouldn't have gave a goddamn. But I care now. Even if I had the same grade, the fact that I care is progress. I'm progressing out of the wilderness. Beautiful soul, as we close this episode out, I had so much more planned. I had so much more. I got my outline here. (sighs) But the conversation just took over me. Today, before we leave, we need to say no. We need to say no. We need to say no. Today with me, join me in affirming. I say no to wilderness living. I say no to the comfort of wilderness living. I say no to what about me syndrome. I say no to my ego being my first line of defense. I say no to believing that someone else's success is automatically my failure. I say no to me having to silence someone's success to me feeling that that is the only way that I can be successful. I say no. I say no. I say no. I say no today to living comfortably in the wilderness. Hey, you worthy being. Yes, you, you, the one who is full of worth and matter. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of I Said No, the podcast. The spring and summer seasons, they are upon us. And I want to make sure we have some fun. So Adult Eyes, your favorite segment will be back. Let me know what song, movie, or TV show you watched or listened to as a child that you now see or hear with different eyes and ears. That's what Adult Eyes is all about. I promise you, we're going to have some fun this spring and summer, but I want your input. So make sure you comment, you like, you share, and you subscribe. And let me know what you want to hear on hashtag ISMPod.